the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is good to be back with you after an extended Labor Day weekend. The president is on his way to view the damage from the torrential rain in the mid-Atlantic states. And he came out today uh, walking toward reporters with a mask on, no one around him. He walked up to the reporters who pressed in as close as they were allowed to be near him, and he lowered his mask, and then he shouted, I don't know, shouted maybe a little bit of an over-exaggeration, he was definitely talking louder than a normal voice, as there was a swirl of noise around him, I don't know if it was the helicopter engine or whatever, but it was noisy, so the president was talking loudly, kind of him to do so, so the reporters could hear him. But he had moved his mask down below his mouth, which I think would be indisputable, would mean he is projecting more droplets than he would if the mask were worn over his mouth. And then after he finished speaking, he moved the mask uh, back up over his mouth and nose and walked away alone toward his waiting helicopter. And... If there is any clearer depiction of how silly the uh, insistence in some areas on wearing masks is, I would not know what that sillier depiction would be. It will play out not just on the lawn of the White House. It will play out Saturday in Ohio Stadium where the very progressive president of Ohio State and her many advisors will require you to wear a mask in certain portions of Ohio Stadium. But then in other places, you will not be required to wear one. And in other places where you would be required to wear one, except you paid ton of money to be a big donor and have your own skybox, you there can have your own little slice of freedom. So let's discuss whether what has always been a harbinger of fall, the arrival of Ohio State football season in Ohio Stadium on the Ohio State campus, casts you in a different light than previous. Are you... No longer going to games because of COVID, because of COVID protocols, because of what? It is quite interesting to me that there are 10,000 tickets, 10,000 tickets 
available for Saturday's game against Oregon. Now, this is not the first time that there have been tickets available to a home Ohio State football game, which traditionally they had a long, long, long series of sellouts in Ohio Stadium or near sellouts. The perception has been generally you have to know someone, be connected, be an alum to be able to get tickets to an Ohio State football game. It's not always true of a game at this point on the calendar because, you know, honestly, sometimes the games they play beginning of the year aren't super compelling. Your Youngstown State, your overmatched opponents that also hail from the state of Ohio, maybe not to disparage anyone, but Ohio University, Toledo, um, many programs from the state of Ohio. Bowling Green have had their turn in Ohio Stadium. Uh, None of them have been able to beat Ohio State, even Cincinnati, which now would we would think give Ohio State a very good game, uh, has not been able to beat Ohio State in Ohio Stadium. But this is not that kind of a game Saturday. This is Oregon. This is a nationally ranked opponent. This is a headline opponent. The price of the ticket uh, reflects that. They now have, um, what are they? Uh, they? They A la carte pricing. That's what they call it. A la carte pricing, which means the better the game, the higher the ticket costs. I have no problem with that. They're a capitalistic enterprise at Ohio State. They can definitely do that. But to have... 10,000 tickets available when you were not allowed to go to the stadium last year. You would think people would be chomping at the bit to get into Ohio Stadium on Saturday. And, ooh, it's Oregon in their garish green uniforms and shiny helmets and high national ranking and national profile of the game. It's the big noon kickoff on Fox. I would think you could not wait to cram into Ohio Stadium on Saturday. But there are 10,000 tickets available. And I find that to be possibly related to COVID or COVID protocols. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. I wonder if the mask mandate in the concourse areas of Ohio Stadium, in the bathrooms at Ohio Stadium, in the elevators at Ohio Stadium, if you're like, well, look, I really want to go to a game, but it's outdoors and I don't want to wear a mask. I flew this past uh, weekend, and I honestly had to, it was wonderful to realize that I had to actually go search my house for a mask. I knew I would need one at the airport. Uh, But it was great that I had gone without a mask for so long that I had really not known where one was. I had grown to treat a mask like I do reading glasses. I always know where I have access to uh, a mask, and Similarly, reading glasses, as my eyesight as I get older, uh, requires me to have reading glasses if I want to read anything that's not, you know, bigger than uh, the typical conventional print is. So I just wonder, is this continual fear-mongering, alarmist rhetoric about COVID turning you away from something you've typically loved to do, which is go to an Ohio State football game? Uh, Here is Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, reminding everyone this morning as Ohio State announced its latest updates to its COVID policies. I don't really think there were anything, there was anything too new about the mask policy, although if you have cash, your money's no good here at Ohio Stadium. They're going to an all-cashless system. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the hassle of having to show your parking pass on a phone or your ticket on a phone. I think they're making it harder for older people to go to games. I really do. I think most people who are set in their ways – 
Maybe they don't have a smartphone. Maybe they have a smartphone, but they're not tech savvy. They don't know how to download an app. They don't want to download an app. They may not know what an app is. You're saying, well, I'll speak from personal experience, Bruce. Don't speak for me. But I just wonder, are they making it harder? But here's Gene Smith telling you where you must and where you must or at least need not wear a mask. They'd prefer you all wear a mask everywhere, of course. That would keep Christina Johnson, the woke president of Ohio State, very, very happy. But here's Gene Smith today laying out the protocol for Saturday in Ohio Stadium. So I just wanted to share those things, uh, remind everyone that we do have mask protocols uh, for indoor facilities uh, in the concourse area. Uh, Suite holders will make a decision on what they want to do in their suites, but the Huntington Club, the elevators, the restroom areas, all those type of areas uh, will be mask environments. Uh, We will meet our mandate uh, that's required by the institution. Uh, But outside in the bowl, tailgate areas, and other places, uh, there's no mask requirement. But we want to encourage people uh, to mask up, uh, be safe, uh, make sure that you're not just protecting yourself but protecting others. It's not required, but we want to encourage people who are uncomfortable or particularly those who are unvaccinated to to mask up to make sure that we protect uh, those around. That's good. That's good you don't have to wear a mask outside. Um, But it seems to me the number of people who are determined to keep the pandemic alive and to magnify every single number that they can regarding the pandemic, they are holding on to this pandemic like a pit bull does a chew toy. Uh, The Dispatch today, uh, Max Philby, the reporter, writes about a Westerville mom. You can look up the story if you want to, but I'm not going to mention her name. I don't want to bring down uh, any kind of uh, undue attention on her. But she says uh, she knew when her kids went back to school that they might get COVID. Then when her son tested positive for COVID, uh, she went to another level of concern. Her daughter developed symptoms, and though she didn't test positive, the family doctor told the mom to assume that both of her kids had COVID. Huh? Like, now we're just assuming you have it, even if you don't test positive? Such is the level of concern we have. And her quote is, I was definitely scared to death. Scared to death, she says. Heaven forbid. I hope he's okay. I think the only reason I didn't freak out, I think if you're scared to death, you're freaking out, I would say. She says the only reason I didn't freak out, more. Oh, freak out more. So she does acknowledge that she was freaking out. The only reason I didn't freak out more was because neither one of them had a fever. And so Max Philby goes down says, more Ohioans under the age of 18 are diagnosed with the virus the week of August 22nd than at any time in the pandemic, according to the Ohio Department of Health. At least 7,000 Ohio children tested positive for COVID-19 the last full week of August, accounting for 24% of all cases in the state. Now, this would be bad news if COVID were killing kids, but it is not. This is actually good news because if you want to get to herd immunity, if you want to develop natural antibodies, getting COVID and recovering from COVID is a good thing. It is not, of course, portrayed as a good thing in this story by Max Philby in the Columbus Dispatch, but it is a nationwide phenomenon that more kids are getting COVID now. And unless the death rate starts to accumulate or climb you need to know as a discerning 
truth-obsessed person, and you are, you wouldn't be listening to the Bruce Hooley Show, that this is a good thing for kids to get it. It bolsters our collective immunity. So all the way down, all the way down, in the ninth paragraph of Max Philby's story for the Columbus Dispatch, it starts like this. Luckily, mm, for this lady's children and others, cases in kids are not always as serious as they can be in adults. After a few days of lethargy, word of the day, and a cough, this mom said her son and daughter are now feeling better. Oh, would you look at that? We had to highlight in paragraph one that her kid tested positive and that she was freaking out and that she was scared to death. But if you get down to the ninth paragraph, everything's okay with her kids and everything will be okay with yours as well. Well, I traveled on the friendly skies over Labor Day weekend. I was actually dreading the airport experience and the in-flight experience because uh, members of my family had an unpleasant in-flight experience uh, in December. Actually, in January. But I must uh, commend, maybe this was just the luck of the draw on flight attendants, uh, they were not militant about the mask insistence. Nobody around me complained. That's probably helped that there were no Karens around me. Uh, But I tested the mask adherence policy. I would lower it under my nose, see if I got yelled at. No. Okay. Lower it under my chin, see if I got yelled at. No. Take it off one ear, let it dangle. Would I get yelled at? No. So not saying that'll be your experience, but it was definitely mine. And I was glad because that was the part of the trip that I was dreading the most. Uh, I did hear while I was gone from a friend of mine in Upper Arlington that they had a emergency meeting of the Upper Arlington Board of Education Friday morning. Um, would love to hear from those of you in Upper Arlington about the fact that now if your child is vaccinated and is a student at the new Upper Arlington High School, they are required to wear a mask. So maybe it was a difficult decision for you to decide, should I get my kid vaccinated? Should I not? Yeah, I think I will. Well, Friday morning, the Upper Arlington Board of Education in emergency session met and they reinstituted their mask mandate for their schools, even for those who are age 12 and older. So uh, Upper Arlington, maybe it's uh, maybe the virus, the fear virus is spreading from the Ohio State campus into Upper Arlington. Uh, Maybe it has something to do with your political persuasion. Both those areas, of course, trend uh, quite left. I'm looking at a story here from. WSYX6.com about an Upper Arlington mom, again, I will not mention her name, that enrolled her daughter into a preschool weeks ago and then paid $580 in fees and tuition to reserve one of the last spots for the academic year. Oh, imagine their relief. They got her into a good preschool, putting her on a path to Yale or Harvard. Uh, She assumed, follow me now as I read this, She assumed, the mom assumed, the school would follow the public school system's mandate on face masks. We read through everything, she said. We didn't see a masking policy. Then the school published its COVID 
protocol, and it stated masks are, in all caps, not required to be worn this year at the preschool. All staff members are aware of the CDC guidelines stating that masks are recommended for those who are not fully vaccinated. Without judgment, we respect everyone's right to choose what they feel is personally best for them and not require proof of vaccination. We also follow all state licensing guidelines. Okay, so they're following all the state guidelines. They note that everybody knows the CDC guidelines, and they're going to let everybody make their own decision. Well, this mom was not happy about that. Uh, She contacted Channel 6 to get on the news, and they were only too happy to make a mountain out of a molehill. She said, at that point, I started to think about, is this safe for my child? Now, am I crazy? If you are, and again, she can believe whatever she wants to believe. I don't have a problem with what she's believing. I'm not criticizing her. What I am putting forward for you is, if you're that concerned about whether or not your preschool daughter is going to be surrounded by other kids wearing masks, if that's such a big concern for you that you feel the need to go to a television station and complain on camera, where I should note her adorable daughter is sitting beside her with a mask on and the mom is sitting there without a mask on talking. Again, this goes back to the president today. President has a mask on when he's walking in the middle of the White House lawn toward reporters. He gets up closer to reporters. He takes the mask down and starts talking. She's concerned about cooties in the air. She's talking. Her kid is sitting next to her with a mask on. She doesn't have a mask on. She's also, by the way, endangering this poor Channel 6 crew. I certainly hope they survived the interview. She's upset at the preschool because they would not issue her a full refund. She emailed the director, and they said, look, uh, we're not going to refund your money. Our mask policy was not confirmed until the week when it was sent to the entire community. We were waiting to responsibly collect all information from the CDC and our licensing specialist. The time frame was out of our hands. Our stance says we do not issue refunds for just not liking a policy we have put in place. We will not be setting a precedent for refunds due to opinions on policy. This policy was established by taking much time, thought, and input from many, including our operating board. So we stand by it. I wish I had preschool kids to send to this preschool. Do you know how rare it is in our society that someone would... Make a purposeful decision and then stand behind it and not apologize for it. That is rare. I love it. Good for you, preschool. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.